Welcome to Sudbury Scrub, a 40k podcast for the Sudbury community. I've been trying so many times to record this episode, and each time it honestly doesn't come out the way I want it to. So I figure, you know what, I'm just going to jump into it this time. I'm not really going to beat around the bush on stuff, and rather I'm just going to go ahead and start talking about it. Uh, What I want to chat about today was... 3D printing your models. Now, here in Sudbury, 3D printing has been gaining, uh, I would say, a lot of steam. You know, we have the library that has a 3D printer. Uh, I have a neighbor with a 3D printer. I have another friend with a 3D printer. I have another another friend with a 3D printer. Like, there are a lot of people that have access to this technology now. And it's, uh, it's a... It's an amazing technology, but it's also a little scary. And I think you can really understand why in terms of Warhammer 40,000. We are a community that plays a game very much based on the physicality of the pieces that we use to play with, right? We, we normally purchase our pieces and bring them to our games. And 3D printing is kind of the latest in a long line of ways of kind of skirting that system. There's been methods of doing it with recasting, um, and this goes all the way back even to when the models were were pewter. There's, uh, and there was purchasing from recasters, whether they be in Russia or China. Resin recasts. And now there's 3D printing, which is bringing that cost even further down and making it local. Uh, I think the obvious reasons why it's, I would say it's not a good thing, are, well, are, are, are pretty dang obvious. When you are making a 3D printed model, you are not spending money uh, you're not giving your money to the people that created it or the people that distributed it. And in this case, Games Workshop, and here in Sudbury, the Games Nook. And I think that is fundamentally wrong. That said, there are times where 3D printing can be a very powerful tool, and it would be really unwise to fully discount it. So that's this weird kind of space that this can exist in. Um, so let me go ahead and, and first of all tell you why it's it's wrong that you know you take the money out of the pockets of Games Workshop and the Games Nook. First off, on Games Workshop's end, they do this is each model, each miniature is a piece of art. You can this, you know, doing a 3D printing is like going into museum, taking a photo of a painting on the wall, bring a high quality photo of the painting, bring it home, and having it printed, and then hanging that up on your wall. It is going to be way cheaper than buying an actual painting. Um, but at the same time, it really is not the painting. You, you have not really um, helped the artist that created that painting. Uh, 
and that artist goes without the the money that would have gone to their gone to them. Uh, now, there's a lot of because Games Workshop is such a large company. There's lots of ways that we can kind of justify this off that we can we can forgive ourselves, uh, where we say, well, the money doesn't go to the artist; they get paid regardless. It goes to Games Workshop, it goes to the corporate. It goes to shareholders. It goes to to all these other people that aren't really involved. And while that is true in the specific of that dollar amount, um, it is not true in in the aggregate. When you have lots of people that do this kind of thing, that becomes a lot of money that doesn't go to Games Workshop as a company, which means that they have less incentive to create more stuff in the future and so they they try hard to create a product that is worth your investment and uh, maybe back in seventh edition it, again it was easier to forgive yourself because games workshop was a jerk of a company <laughs> um and they they did a lot i would say a lot wrong with how they interacted with their audience with their with their consumers uh, but now in eighth, they really listen, and they they have pushed out a ton of high quality models and games. So, you know, they are worth spending the money on to continue to get the quality support that we've been receiving. I, I'm willing to spend that, and you got to put your money where your mouth is. If you believe that it is worth spending on, well, then you should. Uh. Then there's the local level, which is the Games Nook. The Games Nook, again, is a company It's run by Doug and his wonderful wife, and they provide a quality service. Um, and that service has only improved over the years. And so when you don't spend money in the Nook, you are, again, in maybe for each specific box, you know, does that does one specific box matter? No, but in aggregate, when twenty, well, even when ten, if ten people buy um, a product through sources other than the Nook, then that can quickly add up to being a sizable dollar value. Yeah, even if each of those purchases was just fifty bucks, that's five hundred bucks. Say. Uh, a third of that really ends up being Doug's... It won't even be his profit on it. His profit before... Probably his profit before, uh, you know, major expenses. Is gross. And that is now, like, you know, $166. $177, somewhere around there, that is not going to... Uh, going to him, he has less incentive than to provide the services that he provides, which is, you know, a location that people can go and play a game, a location where people can go and exchange models, which is what I did with, with the Rippers. I, there was somebody in Sudbury, Aaron Feth, that he gave me three Rippers recently to help me make the list I want to make for the Can Hammer team tournament. Um, he provides quick access to the models. It's nice when you can just go in and just pick something up and pick up paints and talk with people. It provides a, a, a community center 
effectively for our game. And he also provides prize support for all the tournaments. Um, so, you know, he deserves our support. And so we should. He deserves our support, and we, our community, deserves the support. And when you don't spend the money um, on real product, then that's money that's not going into the community. Even if you just buy your models off of somebody else in Sudbury that they themselves had purchased the models before, you're still spending your money on the community and helping out the, the community here. So I, I implore you to try to do that. Now, when is it fine to do 3D printing? Because, again, it's a powerful tool. You can't totally discount it. Uh, I really think that the core of it is if you could... Um, if what you're printing allows you to create new models... Um, where you did not have a model before, so a, a new figurine on the tabletop, then I would say uh, you shouldn't 3D print. Um, where it is, I think, okay is when you are changing a model. So if you are changing from a... Uh, you, you say, okay, well, the box comes with one plasma gun and I want my squad out to be a um, you know, veteran squad or something like that I want four guys to have plasma guns or, you know, say it's a devastator squad the box comes with one las cannon and I want each one of those devastators to have a las cannon well then I think it's okay if you 3D print the las cannons three las cannons why? well because you, you know, you don't need to, um, you could still field those models with the other weapons that are in the box. So when you 3D print three last cannons, you're not changing the number of figurines you're bringing to the table. You're just changing how they look. Again, if you are converting a model and you have a neat idea, here's something that I, I've done. You guys have seen my Gene Steeler cult list, you know that my bikers, um, the Adelan Jackals, I don't run them as bikes. I run them as snowmobiles. And I got this cool little tread 3D printed for me. It doesn't change the number of models that I bought. I can only make the same number of models that I that I did as before. So beforehand I bought three kits of the Adelan Jackals. Um gone through Doug, and then I replaced the wheels with uh, just just the wheels and like just kind of reconfiguring the model a little bit with these tracks and skis. So I still spent the same amount of money that I would normally have spent, but then I've also got, been able to go this one step further and provided this. And that's really it. Are you changing really the core amount of money that you need to spend? Where things recently got very tricky for me and this is kind of the impetus for the episode were these dang ripper swarms I was really really close so close that literally I, I ended up contacting a friend and telling him don't hit the print button um, to getting some rippers printed because 
Ripper Swarms are one of the few figurines in the model in the in the game that you cannot buy from Games Workshop. You actually they do not have a box for Ripper Swarms. So what happens is you buy other boxes of Tyranids, and each box comes with uh, enough bits, I think, to make a Ripper Swarm base. And I, it's not each box has that. It's uh, some specific boxes, which I think are. I think the I think Gaunt's Gaunt's and Warriors I think both have, if I recall correctly. It's been a long time since I've had to buy one of those boxes, but uh, I think they're the ones. Now other boxes do come with a Ripper or two. I know I think the Hive Tyrant and the Carnifex box come with the models that you can like. All right, well if you're close to having another Ripper Swarm base, here's another Ripper, and that to me made it really, really close, because then that's a close distinction between am I changing the number of figurines that I could field if I 3D printed this? The answer was yes. But at the same time, this is kind of like a weapon upgrade, where, well, I'm just, I, I in order to get the more, just kind of like in that case, where it's like, well, in order to get more three LAS cannons to finish off the Devastators, I'd have to buy then, like, four boxes of Devastators? That doesn't really make sense. Especially when you can only field three units of Devastators um, in an army. Under the match play rules. Uh, which is what I, I tend to play. Why I, I find almost everybody tends to play. Um, so this is very much like that. Do I need to buy three boxes of Gaunt's? in order to get three rippers, that didn't really seem to fit either. Which made that a very challenging thing, because it was it kind of uh, hit on both sides of the way that I look at these things. It hit it both from, hey, I'm, I don't want to have to, I don't, I shouldn't have to buy three boxes of, of models to get one model. Uh, to get three boxes of models, to get 30 other models to, in order to get these three models, right? I shouldn't have to do that. But at the same time, I am changing the number of figures that I'm going to be fielding. And so I was really close. I almost did it. And thankfully, I, I thought to myself, you know what? No. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. Again, put your money where your mouth is. It's sometimes one of the hardest things in the world to do, especially when it, it it's tight like that. Um, but I'm glad I did. And as such, and then look... Then Aaron came forward and he said, Davis, here, you can just have these. And I ended up getting the models for free anyways. But now I have a clear conscience on it. So I I implore you to really give it a try. You know, if you have 3D printed models already, I'm not going to say don't use them. Um, however, I would really consider, try to do something to make up for that. You know, try to make sure that your next purchase is at the nook. Um, if you have resin recasts, here's another kind of example of that where that's close, and a lot of people have done it. Um, and I know this is widely known in the community. And even then, I, I have some issues with it, um, but I, I tend to be I've really let it slide before on it too is Forge World. Again, you cannot buy the model from Games Workshop. You can buy it from Forge World, which is 
affiliated with Games Workshop, but I mean, it is a pretty, it does feel pretty separate at times. Um, and Forge World, the main distinction for Forge World, why I've been fine with it, is that from what I understand, Forge World models, when you buy them, they come in, they're very poor quality. Um, I've heard you've had to, like, sink them in hot water in order to, uh, in order to soften the plastic, the resin, uh, and bend stuff then back to original shapes. You gotta be really, really careful so you don't just break it, because guns are turned, like, sideways and stuff like that. That sounds horrible. I, I don't, you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to, to pay more money for a, an inferior product. Um, so I, I do understand that. At the same time, ugh, man, it, it, it feels bad. Um, I would, in that case, I know for a lot of a lot of Forge World models, you can buy a base model, and then again, the weapons kind of separate. You know, I would even say in that case, try to do that. Try to try try to buy just that base model from Games Workshop still, and if you need, then 3D print off the weapon options. So, you know, just. At the end of the day, money should go into the community, and it should go... Uh, and Games Workshop does deserve it, too. Uh, it's more important for me that the money stays in the community. And Doug and the, ga and the, ga and the Games Nook, they don't... I don't even know if they're allowed to. Uh, but they, they don't carry Forge World products. And when I say I don't know if they're allowed to, it's because um, I don't know if any retail stores... If Games Workshop actually allows retail stores to carry... Um, boxes of Forge World. I, I don't act. I'm not sure. So, like you know, don't don't quote me on that. But um, they the game zone doesn't carry those, and they're not going to. And so then it's kind of like, well, you can't buy it, and the cost to buy it is huge, and it's also poor quality. Okay, well then maybe. If, if Games Workshop changes, changes it around and suddenly the Forge World models come out uh, very high quality, like the, the, the models are looking cool, but the actual casts that you get are not good. If they change that around, then I would change my tune on that. I would say, okay, you really should be buying from it then. But uh, like I said, just for, definitely not for your stock models in an army. Anything that you could buy at the Games Nook, um, you should. Or from somebody else in town, that's fine too. You know, secondary market. Uh, but please don't 3D print new figurines, uh, and please don't buy from recasters. Thanks very much for, li for listening. It's been the Sudbury Scrub, signing out.